In the Mood for Love is a 2000 Hong Kong romantic drama written produced and directed by Wong Kar Wai. It tells the story of a man played by Tony Leung and a woman Maggie Chong whose spouses have an affair together and who slowly develop feelings for each other. In the Mood for Love premiered at 2000 Khan Film Festival on May 20th where it was nominated for the Palme d'Or and Tony Leung was awarded best actor first Hong Kong actor to win the award at Cannes It is frequently frequently listed as one of the greatest films of the 2000s and one major works of Asian cinema In 2016 it was voted as the second best film of the 21st century by 177 film critics around the world. The movie forms the second part of an informal trilogy which we don't have to get into. This is not the first time I've seen In the Mood for Love. This is not the second time I've seen In the Mood for Love. This is the third time I've seen in the mood for love. I remember the first time I saw it was in college in our actual film appreciation course. For those of you who do not know, I am actually a film graduate, a sort of a filmmaker, sort of wanna be filmmaker, whatever. So Wonker Wai has always been one of the names that have that has floated around in uh, all of our. conversations with fellow film fans cinephiles film students filmmakers and the like and you hear a lot about wong kar wai and what was achieved in the mood for love and when you start watching the film you realize that this film has a specific taste that is what is really really impressive and engaging about in the mood for love as you start watching it because it develops a mood of its own it it works with that magical tune that becomes an earworm almost it follows the film around throughout at different points and reminds you gets into that gets you into that mood of longing of sort of hopelessness so for those of you who have not seen the basic premise is that uh, The story takes place in an exiled Shanghainese community of Hong Kong 1962. Chao, played by Tony Leung, a journalist, rents a room in an apartment of a building on the same day as Maggie Chung's Mrs. Chan, a secretary from a shipping company. They become next-door neighbors on the very first day. In a nice little scene where uh, you see them interacting and unlike a lot of the other romantic films or you know love sort of angled films especially from the bollywood sort of film lot you do not see that element of uh, you know love at first sight or that being any sort of special moment it's not it's and if you realize realize what happens with each of us in our real life as well is that when you see somebody like that who actually you end up having a relationship with or have getting married to it's it's a very bad romantic ideal that a lot of the indian films has gotten in the us indians into 
for the people who's listening from abroad would be really wondering why i'm mentioning this so much but it's such an important fact that in the film the first few moments of these two people interacting and meeting is just treated normally as if you know that it was a total coincidence so each of them has a spouse who works and often leaves them alone on overtime shifts despite despite the presence of a friendly shanghainese landlady mrs sun and bursting mahjong players chao and uh, mrs chang often find themselves alone in their rooms their lives continue to intersect intersect in everyday situations a recurring motif is the loneliness of eating alone the film documents the lead character's encounters each making his or her individual trek to the street noodle stall and of course it's a very moody film it's very interestingly shot it focuses on some of the details like holding a scene for a long time on the receiver you know of the of a telephone and that implying a certain um sort of thought from the audience and what this film does really well i think the reason why a lot of the people really like this film is because it lets you add 2 plus 2 and make it 5 you know something larger than the sum of its parts because on the surface the film tends to move very slowly tends to just focus on these two characters in this largest city and when the title shows up and uh, in the beginning and it says 1962 hong kong you are not traditionally would expect to see a lot more of the city you would expect to see a lot more of the people around you know the transport how is the political landscape and all of that in a in a normal thought process you would go for that but this uh film wonker wise film i think it's a it, in some sense it it has to be a very it has to come from a very personal space or a personal longing of uh, just not not being able to completely go on with your feelings you know the fact that I saw an interview in one of the Blu-ray extra features where he Wonker White talks about how the film is really about how people suppress their feelings and even after years when they meet they meet each other like as if nothing had happened and there are deleted scenes and there are um, a couple of uh, moments especially in the later half of the film where the film tries to jump a lot into a confusing future space where it's hard to sort of understand really what's going on and why the film didn't stop a few moments before but that i think when i saw the interview what became clear to me was that it was a very <laughs> unplanned sort of a film because it took way too long in 15 months or so to shoot the film they did not have enough money Wonker Wai said I could shoot this film forever because he just wanted to capture that period and the fact that they were scared you know of the landlady of what the other people would think and what what the overall society would think if they came to know that these two married people are starting to sort of like each other and why wouldn't they because they live so close to each other both young and attractive and both their spouses 
leave them completely alone so it's about a lot lot of the things that will connect with a lot of the people loneliness you know longing to be with somebody and sharing your sort of emotions and time with somebody eating with somebody those are things we can i think anybody can connect to especially the fact that it is quite you know empowering if i may say so and open towards the feelings of a woman as well so the film starts off with uh, you know maggie chung this actress who's worked with uh, wonka wai multiple times i think her character mrs chan is sort of the the place where the film starts and the place f- where the film really follows her along as well as tony leung's character um, you know so both of them are given equal importance the film almost sort of stays in their head sort of in their head space and we get a peek into their feelings and into their day to day activities those cr- cramped spaces um specific things that they eat at specific times of the year which wonger wise said are an indicator of which part of the year that is and the film jumps uh, around in time at certain points and that really allows the audience to sort of try to keep up with where the story is going and in dialogue actually there is a lot of useful information which is not conveyed visually like where is this person's husband or how much time has passed or what has exactly happened in between scenes and uh, it it jumps from one interesting point to the other for the first sort of 60 70 minutes i found the last few 10 15 minutes of the film to be to be honest dragging now oh my god you might say wonker wise film how dare you say anything to in, in the mood for love because it's one of those films that i know a lot of cinephiles really 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 love and i also really enjoyed it i enjoyed it because of the director it, he he has a specific taste he clearly has a passion he ca- clearly has skills and he clearly had uh, the sort of he he did it he made that film you know it's not an easy thing to do so there is a lot of respect from my end and i will always remember flashes visuals moments which are etched in time so in that sort of the sense it's very very memorable the style the scenes the smoke rising into the tube light and that music it will always be in my mind but i don't think i'd want to watch the entire film again as it is i would like to sort of revisit certain scenes revisit certain moments especially one of one or two of the moments at the end where due to the fact that they sort of collaborate on this writing project that this d- journalist has tony leung's character they collaborate and they repeat certain scenes two times and in at one of the times it's a completely different reaction and in the other it's a completely different reaction that bit is really really interesting it shows kind of how uh a couple or a relationship can develop can try to understand each other through extreme reactions 
one deleted scene which will be confusing for people who have not seen that deleted scene and just seen the main cut because it ends in a very weird sort of place of course it ends at a temple somewhere shot in cambodia but in the film is supposed uh, supposed to be somewhere in singapore or somewhere in 1966 if i'm not wrong and it ends at a place where the character of tony leung hides his secret in a hole in that temple which is a call back to an earlier scene with his friend at a bar where he is talking about how people bury their secrets on top of a mountain in some tree in the ancient times they used to and he does the exact same thing and people move on simply from the fear of what will other people think and we are all trapped by that sort of fear we are all always engulfed by that we are affected by what will other people think at some level we should but a lot of these relationships and things which could have been you know what if they had not given a fuck and been together that is the beauty that is the magic that is the magnetism of this film that is what i would say how to watch it just get into the mood you know in the mood for love <laughs>